0: Brought to you by Hug House Productions. This season of Valence is sponsored by Changing Hands, a local indie bookstore in Phoenix, Arizona that is dear to all of us here at Hug House and not just because we're all trash for a good book. Anne, Will, Ellie, and I have all given and received their book care packages where you can select a specific book or answer a few questions and let the staff choose for you. And with it, you'll receive several themed items to round out the care package and give the recipient, or yourself, an extra surprise in the mail. We've missed being able to see each other over the last year and change, and these care packages were one of the ways that we made the distance feel a little smaller. You can check out the various types of book care packages at Changing Hands by using our link, bit.ly/hhchanginghands. That's bit.ly/hh, like Hug House Changing Hands. Valence is a
1: serialized fiction podcast with discussions and depictions of struggles with mental health. You can check our show notes or the transcripts on valencepod.com for a full list of content warnings and their timestamps. It's important to take care of yourself, especially here in New Camler.
2: Text from Mahira, are we still on for later? Yes, that sounds good. See you then.
3: Liam, you're early. Come on in, the door's unlocked. I'll meet you in the kitchen.
2: I, uh, oh, I I picked up some croissant uh, to share.
3: (laughs) I should hope to share. See you in a sec. you start the kettle of course perfect thank you tea we I have Earl Grey English breakfast gunpowder hibiscus oh
2: may I uh, the hibiscus sounds uh...
3: yeah that's what I was thinking too so would you be comfortable discussing what we talked about the other day hmm the ethical quandary. Ah,
2: I actually did want to bring that up. I think... I think I may have found a way forward with that.
3: That's good to hear. Okay, start from the beginning.
2: Well, First, I... Um, one moment. Is it alright if I... Uh...
3: Of course. The old protections on the place are... They're not still there. Obviously.
2: I understand. Thank you. So, part of my job has been running tests of products in development, with volunteers who are muses. I see. And they're willing, and they're paid, but it still feels... uh, it feels wrong. I worry that I'll become accustomed to it, I think? That I'll start seeing them only as data, as numbers on a sheet rather than people.
3: Understandable, and I can see how it would sit especially badly with you based on your.
2: (laughs) My everything. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) But you found a good way forward, you said.
2: Yeah, what if I. What if these sessions that I'm running could be me mentoring them in secret? I'm not sure if it's a good idea or a smart idea, and I know it's not a safe idea, but
0: but
3: it would help you, and them.
2: Exactly.
3: I'm proud of you. Worried, but proud. It feels like something, absolutely. Just, please, use your head while you do this, not just your heart. I'm a little bit attached to you. (laughs) Un (laughs) poquito.
2: I'll try, and the feeling is mutual.
3: Hey mijo. That's all I can ask. But on a lighter note, because today is too beautiful for only heavy talk. How was your date with Zoe, right?
2: Flynn, Flynn mentioned on. that, did he?
3: <laughs> I hadn't realized it wasn't public knowledge. But, anyway. uh, yes, he mentioned there was a planetarium date. That sounds pretty romantic. A night under the stars. At least the closest we'll get to seeing stars in the big city. It
2: was... Hmm. I'm not sure romantic is the word.
3: Bring the croissants and follow me. I want some sunshine while we talk. So if it wasn't romantic, how would you describe it?
2: There was... Well, I'm not entirely sure it felt like a date, though admittedly I have very little experience with dates, or with knowing that's what they were while they were happening.
3: (laughs) Hi, Liam. I don't even know where to start with that. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Tell tell me more about Zoe. You were light on details last time. What sorts of things do you two have in common? Is she a muse as well?
2: Uh, she's not a muse, but she's very interested in organizing community outreach-type things for us. Yeah. (laughs)
3: That's not how you met, though, right?
2: Uh, no, no, she works at Fire Creek.
3: Okay, okay, Bing. Tell me more. I like that she's involved in a cause that is so close to home for you, but that's not a personality. And that's where Flynn was especially big. Well,
2: she's... fun. Mm. And very forward. <laughs> I suspect that's also part of my type.
3: Does she have other interests outside of the activism?
2: I... I'm sure she... Huh. I can't recall her mentioning any. Feels an awful mm. lot like an interrogation, doesn't it? And the answers you have aren't satisfactory. To be fair, we haven't really done all that much together yet. Um, apart from... Apart from the planetarium.
3: Right, but that's something you like, Liam. Or was that something she was excited about as well?
2: I think she was. Uh, She seemed to want to talk about natal charts? Which isn't astronomy so much as astrology, but is, uh... Well, it's it's still stars and planets, which seems close as far as interests go.
3: I'm sorry for pressing like this. I just, from what Flynn said, I was a little worried that. Como, hmm, how should I explain? I I was worried that you might be, her type as well. And not in a good way.
2: I'm not sure I understand.
3: Hmm. Este... Did Luis ever mention the partner he had before me?
2: Not that I remember, no.
3: Everything you're saying about Zoe is reminding me of her. Tara, I think her name was. But she was only ever interested in talking to Luis about his magic and seeing him use it, and You're finding wrong. out more about how he
1: learned to use it. This is an intervention. I met her
3: once.
2: Just she was what you sweet, didn't need.
3: But she wasn't dating Luis so much as she was dating a muse. Does that make sense? It
2: does, but I don't think that's what and Zoe is. My
3: read may be wrong. You know her better than I do. That's not all that has me worried. Hearing that you don't seem to know much about this person that you're dating.
2: I understand this is coming from a place of caring, but could we... Could we not discuss my relationship further?
3: Claro, of of course. I... I only want to see you happy, but I know unprompted advice can be... Mm.
2: No, it's... I... I appreciate the thought. (laughs) You
3: don't have to lie to me, Liam. I'm not going to be mad.
2: No, no, I wasn't...
3: You're allowed to be annoyed. I know too well what it looks like when someone's biting their tongue. I made that face enough myself.
2: (laughs) I'm not used to people looking out for me in that way.
3: No? Not even Flynn?
2: It feels different coming from him.
3: Because I'm older?
2: Oh, no, I I wasn't implying... (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> if you keep making it this easy, I'm just going to keep teasing you, Liam.
0: A package arrived for you, Mrs. Mertweiss. You can come pick it up at any time before
2: you eat tonight. Uh, hello, I, um...
3: Just a moment. Yes, I'll be
0: here till then. See you soon, Mrs. Martwaite. Yes, can I help you?
2: I'm here to see Varma apartment 17D.
0: You can sign in there. Is she expecting you? Oh. I don't understand how he managed to become some kind of martial arts master in zero time at all. I mean, he had no training a much better choice of the chosen one if only they had actually yeah
4: no the trope is bad and oh liam hi Uh, sorry i've got to cut goodbyes short but i'll talk to you tonight yeah absolutely
0: we've still got the whole next season to watch
4: wouldn't miss it hey mix novak is the roof court free all afternoon miss pharma you want me to mark it down as reserved Yes, please. Thanks. Take care. You too. So. So.
2: Who was that? You two seem very familiar with each other.
4: Ugh. I don't like you like this. I'm only allowed to do this to you, not the other way around. <laughs>
2: I'm not sorry.
4: She's... You remember how Sarah and I got blacklisted from that one bistro? That's her. I ran into her last week, and... It's still new, so if you could...
2: I won't say anything until you
4: do. Thanks. So, here we are. I tried to get us one of the enclosed spaces, but there's some kind of swing dance club in there instead.
2: Are you sure it's okay that we practice in the open?
4: One of the perks of a building like this. There's enough muses here that nobody cares, and enough of us hold office in the Tenants Association that we got some decent protections in place. It's totally safe. Are you... Are you planning to leave your halo on?
2: Am I... Oh, oh, I forgot I was wearing it. No, (laughs) leaving it on would defeat the purpose of today, wouldn't it?
4: It gets comfortable, doesn't it?
2: It does, and I don't hate it, which is the part that I hate. I hate that I genuinely feel safer with it on sometimes.
4: Makes sense. I never really got that when I had to wear mine, but I can see it.
2: When did you have...
4: When they first launched. Back with Berkowitz.
2: Ah, I didn't know if your parents were If they around.
4: existed when I was a kid, absolutely. In a heartbeat.
1: I already assume they on made on fire. my brother get one, you
4: but... The
2: whole place on fire.
1: What if it happens when you're sleeping? What if you have a nightmare and burn everything up? I won't. I won't. That was after
4: they made him stop talking to me. No phone. No email. Nothing. But back to the task at hand. You ready? Ready? Come at me. You said you wanted better control. This is how you get it.
2: And you're sure it's safe. I won't hurt you.
4: No thunderstorm, no power lines nearby... Nothing to jazz you up more than normal. Should be fine, yeah?
2: Yes. Should be. All right. Of course she should be with all the training she's had, but then again, the woman you killed had plenty of training too, hadn't she? You were a hazard then, and you're a hazard now. Imagine everyone's faces if you kill her here because you can't control yourself enough to be around anyone without that halo on your wrist. Here goes nothing.
4: (laughs) Told you so. Again, and try to focus it into a smaller, more specific point. You use your magic like a club right now, and I want you to treat it like a scalpel.
2: Any advice on how you expect me to do that?
4: Trial and error, unfortunately. Everybody's got different methods that work for them and for their focus.
2: (laughs) Thanks. I'll do my best.
4: Take your time. Deep, slow breaths to start. The human body already has electrical impulses in it. Maybe start with that?
2: She makes an interesting point. The electricity is inside you. Even with the halo, that's why you're here. To learn and to practice. So practice already.
4: Better. Again. Again. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
4: now you deflect. Up and away. Good, but make it smoother. I don't want it to catch and burn out. I want it to slide like glass. Mm,
2: Mr. Oh, ah, fuck.
4: Shit, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Ow. Liam, I'm so, so sorry.
2: It's... It's okay, I'm...
5: Fuck.
4: It's not okay, I... I'm not as good at this as I should be, but... Ah. (sighs) Thank you. I'm sorry, I pushed you too fast.
2: No, that wasn't it, it... uh...
4: It... what? Nothing, it's not important. I just burned the hell out of your hand there, Liam. I think it might be a little important. If only so it doesn't come up again in a situation with someone who isn't on our side.
2: Well, yes, I suppose.
4: It looked a little like your Noelle face for a second. My what? (laughs) The face you make when you're thinking about Noelle. Or beating yourself up about Noel, if you want to be specific.
2: I see.
4: You already know my feelings on on all of that. But if you plan to keep doing what you're doing I do. I'm just saying it couldn't hurt to talk to someone. A third party. A professional third party.
0: Hmm.
4: And well, we've got the roof for the whole afternoon. Did you want to train more? Smaller stuff, maybe. Hmm. Ah. Ooh, okay, Uh. better not. If you wanted to get home, put some aloe on that, I wouldn't blame you. Could I... Actually,
2: could we just sit here for a bit? I don't have a view of the river from my building, and it's calming. From this high up?
4: (laughs) Sure. We can do that.
0: How long do you think she can keep doing that? Who? Noelle, listen, here, take these.
2: I think think she'll she'll make it to the the next next part, don't you? Get it. I I don't think I should. I don't think I should. Well, come on, vamps. When has that mattered? You should get the door.
3: Wait, there's a door? Since when has there been a door? Glass, you should get it.
2: Fucking yikes. Do you want to get the door, Liam? (laughs) He doesn't. I don't want to. I don't want to.
1: It doesn't matter either way. Here, dear. Drink up.
5: Mom? It wasn't yours to open anyway. Don't ever act like I didn't give you the option to open it on your own terms. Do you understand? Drink up, dear.
0: Why did you open it, Glass? I didn't, I didn't or
5: mean I, to. I mean, I, I didn't mean to. Of course you did. The Aldens aren't liars. But you're hardly even an Alden, are you, Glass? Drink up, dear.
2: I didn't I mean, mean to open it. Open it. I, didn't I didn't mean, mean to. to. I, can't I can't keep it locked forever. forever. I, can't. I
0: can't. No.
2: No, no, no. She, she can get to, get to the next part. part. She, she can. can. I, I know it. it. Can't, can't you? It. Can't you try? Can't you try? I know you, can, I
5: know get you can get to it. No, no, she can't. No, no. You can't. None of you can. You have the blood of an Alden, Glass. I own it. It's mine. I gave it to you, and I'll take it back. She can't do it because her hands aren't hers. I made them out of clay and bones and blood and more words than you'll ever, ever know. You don't know the words I gave her. You'll never know. It's It's okay, okay, Noelle. Noelle, It's it's okay, okay. I'll I'll teach you. 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 I know I have the sheet sheet music here somewhere.
1: Drink up, dear. You won't be able to keep this up forever. You already opened the door, and you'll keep opening it. Someday, you'll have to stop trying to keep it closed. You can't keep this up forever. You know who you are, glass.
2: Hello? Hey,
0: good morning. So, I just saw an ad for this new arcade which seems pretty cool and I was Yeah, hey, are you okay?
2: Um yes. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Okay, so I was thinking, you know, maybe we could hit it up after work tomorrow.
0: I know it's not really your scene, but I figured like I'd wear something cute and I'll even let you win air hockey. Maybe.
2: Maybe. Ignore it. Just ignore oh. it. Oh. Hmm. Sure, that's Sure, I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Valence is a Hughouse production. You can find more information at hughouse.productions. Valence is created by me, Will Williams. This episode was written by Katie Yeomans and Will Williams, and this episode was edited and sound designed by Will Williams. This episode was directed by Ann Baird and Katie Yeomans and produced by Ann Baird. This episode was performed by, in order of appearance, Josh Rubino as Liam and Liam's inner voices, Reese Patterson as Novak, Izzy O'Connell as Cass, Ishani Kanatkar as Mahira Varma, Brenna Yeomans as The Young Girl, David S. Deer as Richard Alden, Sarah Rachel Evans as N414, Alex Welch as Noel Alden, Giancarlo Herrera as Luis Acebo, John Westover as Nico Salvi, Miracle Fon Manu as Zoe Kafoa, and Nadine Amami as Erica Alden. Our theme music for season two was written and performed by Travis Reeves, with production from Raul Vega. Other music is provided by Loyalty Freak Music, a trans composer who we love and who makes music people can use for free. You can find their work at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. You can find our full cast list and information on how to support this indie podcast on valencepod.com. There, you can also find a link to our Patreon. Until next time, protect your magic.